Hello and welcome back to another episode of Rest Period. I'm Mauricio. I'm Shane. And I'm Chris. And now that you're all confused, Mauricio, uh, Shane, uh, Chris, uh, I forget. Some <laughs> One of us is going to give us the topic of the day. Yes. The topic of the day is having strangers clean your backyard without knowing that they're going to clean your backyard. Have you all ever had the- an experience like this? That's a big uh, no for me. That's a. I'm gonna take a, just a just a hard pass there. That's <laughs> never happened to me. Well, it happened to me today. So Barbara, um, we have a backyard, okay, and it's not very big. Hardly. <laughs> Right. It's not really about it's it's more like a patio backyard looking thing. Whatever, it's tiny. Point is though, there's no like back gate. There's just walls and then some concrete. So there's no way to get there unless you come through my apartment. Or jump the fence. Right, or jump the fence. But the fence is like at least eight to ten feet high. It's not like an easy No, fence. no. That's like seven feet high. Okay, seven seven to eight feet. It's taller. I could, I could get over that in a gif. I'm sorry. Okay, whatever. I'm just saying it's it's, t- it's taller than me, and that's why I'm over-exaggerating, I guess. Point is, though... That's redundant. What? Exaggerating is one thing. Over-exaggerating just doesn't make sense. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> um, Jesus. Um, anyway, we never go back there. We never use it, so it's just like... It just had a lot of leaves. It had just a lot of... You know, it was, it was like unkempt. Anyway, so Barbara opens, like, the the curtain shade, and then she's like, hey, babe, come here. And then I look, and I'm like, she's like, did you clean the backyard? And I was like, I mean, I wanted to. Like, I went to Home Depot a week ago and bought, like, you know, the tools, like a big broom and, like, a like large trash bags for the leaves. And, you like, only all need this a st- small broom for that backyard. Okay, whatever. Point <laughs> is, like, I bought, I bought <laughs> the tools required to, like, fully clean the backyard. And then, like, she does it. She opens the thing, and I'm like, who did this? And I'm, like, a little bit scared to text my landlord and ask if it was him. Because if he says no... Then what does that mean? It it means that one of you might be a sleepwalker. I hate to say it. Yes. You know, I I think I can help Mauricio out with this because I do have some good pictures of him sleeping. You take pictures of Mauricio sleeping? All right. So that was supposed to be a clue as to, you know, who was the one who did it. And I was implying that I was the one who cleaned his backyard by saying that I took pictures of him sleeping. Anyways, that's not the case. No, it's not the case. You didn't take pictures of him sleeping? or you I didn't. didn't I didn't. That was supposed to be a joke, but Mauricio was preoccupied with plugging the computer in because it was low on battery. Shane, since your jokes are kind of hard to identify, maybe you could start them off with, okay, guys, this is a joke, and then say the joke. <laughs> yeah, okay. Jesus. That'd be really helpful. Okay, guys, this is a joke. Okay. You guys are my best friends, like, <laughs> like my favorite people in the world. That's just wow. rude. <laughs> rude. Uh, also, you should probably tell us when to laugh too. Like, like when you're done telling the joke, or when there's a punchline, just go ahead and say, "Okay, that's the punchline. Laugh here." <laughs> Got it. Got it. We'll do. We'll do. Great. You want to try again? Okay. All right, guys. This is a joke. Okay. You guys are my best best friends. Like, I love you both so much, and I would really do anything for either of you like anything like if you called me and you were like hey i need you up in oregon because i'm crying right now i would start uh-huh. the you know eight hour drive wow 
Well, I got a new ceiling fan. It's silver and dark wood. Actually super cool. And there's, so it's like silver, dark wood, and then it has just three propellers. Well, one propeller, but three wings or airfoils, whatever the things are called on the propeller. And then it has a, a light in the middle and it's an LED and it's really nice. And I have a remote and I can remote control my fan. The thing that I love about my fan is I didn't know that fans worked until I got this one. Um, Cause growing up, I had a fan on my ceiling in my room because I lived in Florida for a period and we had these ceiling fans installed but then my dad told me oh yeah don't turn on the fan and I was like well why not and he said that it the correct mounting stuff hadn't been put into the ceiling yet and so if I turned it on it would fly off of the ceiling and rip a hole in the roof or the ceiling and so then I never turned on the ceiling fan it's reversible it'll it either sucks the air up or pushes it down depending on what you need I've never thought about turning on a ceiling fan in the winter until I got this fan and I was reading the box and it said reversible for winter climates and I was like that is the strangest thing I've ever heard but maybe I'll try it did you well I just got it yesterday well listen here's the thing there's more to this ceiling fan saga <laughs> okay let's hear it because I had a ceiling fan you did yeah do you have air conditioning mm, no I don't because you're in Oregon and you don't need it. Mm. You don't if you're smart and use the, the science. Like, <laughs> if you, the way that it works is in the morning when it's still cool, you quickly close all your windows and all your blinds and you keep your room shut. Like, you're, you know, you know how they did with the air raids, like where you just pretend no one's alive inside the house? Like, you have to do that <laughs> all day. Like, no, no heavy breathing either? No, like, you just hold your breath. And okay. then, because you don't want the hot air to come out of you either so then once the sun goes down and the temperature has dropped outside further like it's it's cooler outside than it is inside then you open all your windows and have the drafts keep it cool at night or you could just have air conditioning mm, no it's not what the founding fathers would have wanted you know what chris the founding fathers wanted you to have what you wanted to have this is america you can do what you want to do yeah man build yourself like a swamp cooler dude all right, so I, I did some research a while back. You can YouTube like building your own swamp cooler for like <clears throat> for like under thirty bucks. You basically just what's get, a swamp cooler? Dude, all right, <clears throat> YouTube it first of all. Like YouTube can explain things so much better than I can. Well, do you want me to go to YouTube right now, or do you want me to record our podcast? Hey, Chris, so a swamp cooler base. It's a portable air conditioner. Oh, you can build your own out of like a cooler and just fill it with ice, and you just get one of those little electric fans and plug it in. Anyways. I feel like an electric fan plugged in plus cooler full of ice is a recipe for me dead in a bucket. Why would you be in the bucket? The ice is supposed to be in the bucket. Yeah, but when I get electrocuted, putting the fan in there, dude, it's, then it's like a little like nine volt fan. What's it gonna do to you besides ow? Like, whoops, I shouldn't have done that. It's not gonna, you know, it's not one of those old fashioned heaters that you throw into, you know, the the tub while <laughs> someone's in there full of water and it zaps them. Even that, like, wouldn't really kill someone. It would just give them like a bad shock. I'm pretty sure a lot of people have died, hence the warning labels. Yes. I agree. Also, just invest. Okay, so what's like a like a large cooler cost you? Like fifty bucks? No, dude, not even that. Uh, Get like one of those styrofoam coolers. Okay. Well, if I got a Yeti cooler, it'd be like three hundred and fifty bucks, but it would look really nice, and I could put it on my Insta. Right, and at that point, you might as well just buy the portable air conditioner because you can get like a like one for a small room for like two hundred and fifty two hundred fifty bucks. Here's the thing, though, you don't want one of those expensive nice ones because what you're gonna do is cut a hole in it so you 
you can like mount the fan basically. You're really gonna cut two holes in it. So you get yourself a cheap cooler. One of those styrofoam ones works, but like one of those 50 What happens when quart, the ice like, melts? You put more ice in it. Right, but then that means you gotta this go to This is assuming the... I have an unlimited supply of ice. <laughs> right, you're in Oregon. Yeah, not the North Pole. <laughs> Right? Like, this means he's gonna have to go to the store once a day to get, like, bags of ice. No, no, no. Your $30 cooler is quickly <laughs> turning into something way more expensive. You know what? Still cheaper than running your AC all day. I don't have AC. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it would be cheaper than me running. Dude, I have to run AC all day because it get, it get, this apartment, like, it retains the heat. We open the windows sometimes or whatever. Blackout curtains. We have some. Anyway, but that said, since we keep it at, like, around 72, 73, um, you know, my electric bill isn't going to get that much higher. It's probably going to be, like, 90 to 110 this month versus, like, average is, like, 70. So do either of you know how much ice costs? It's, like, the cheapest thing. Yeah, but, like, a No, giant... it costs, like, a dollar for a bag. Exactly. It's, like, the cheapest thing. Right. So but... if I buy four bags each day to keep my $30 cooler full, do you know how... <laughs> How that how much that adds up you know what I, i'm gonna go home and do the research on this and figure out exactly what the costs are because well, it's 120 dollars a month that's more expensive than mauricia's air conditioning bill <laughs> dude and that doesn't even owned. include the cost of a cooler there there's some holes in your story chris let alone my time now i can factor in I can factor in the nearest location where I can get gas is two and a half miles away with a car that gets 12 miles to the gallon on a good day. That becomes a certain amount of gas money, a certain amount of mileage money, wear and tear on the car. If, let's say, that one place is sold out of ice, then I have to go 20 miles away, which is significantly more expensive, more wear and tear. I'd end up spending about, I don't know, $30 a day between fuel, ice, maintenance, all of that. 30 times 30 is a whole lot more than 120. Shane, I have a question for you. Yeah. How do you cool your home? Combination of everything. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, I don't breathe out hot air. Okay. I use blackout curtains. I use the mm -hmm. AC, which I have. I have a room AC, and I built myself one of those little swamp coolers. Wow. I do everything, yeah. okay? You actually built a swamp cooler? No, I didn't. I really want to, but... Um, <laughs> Just trying to make a point there, but I'm not going to lie to our listeners. I haven't made it yet, but I, I kind of want to. It seems kind of creative and nice. And apparently they're actually really good to run in your car. If you have one of those old cars that the AC doesn't work because you can plug it into a, a like, oh, what's it called? Like like a phone charger. Like you, you can get one of those fans. Excuse me. Anyone who needs to run a swamp cooler in their car needs a new car. <laughs> Okay, now who's talking about, you know, large expenses? Let's how how much does it cost to buy a new car compared to how much does it cost to, you know, make the swamp cooler to make some frigid cold AC in your car cuz apparently those things work really well. Yeah. You can get a yeah. used car for $2500 with working AC. That's already like way past the amount it takes to build this swamp cooler. No, because between the amount of breakdowns you would be having in your car to get the ice that you need for your swamp cooler <laughs> For your car that's so ratchet that you actually need a swamp cooler, you'd spend way more money than you ever would on buying a cheap used car that has AC that runs cool. You don't know that. I do know that. Prove it. Do you know how many cars I've owned? <laughs> 
Yeah, Not right. one of them had problems with AC. Sure, some of them had problems with engine mounts. Some of them <laughs> had problems with fuel delivery systems. Some of them had other kinds of problems, but not one of them had problems with AC. You know why? Because it could have been easily fixed with a swamp cooler? <laughs> no. <laughs> because fixing the AC in your car is cheaper than running a swamp cooler. <laughs> Chris... I'm sorry, I, I, I'm sorry I didn't preface this, but this has all been a joke, and this is the punchline, so laugh now. <laughs> oh. You really know how to push a joke, Shane. Oh, thank you, thank you. You are welcome. Speaking of pushing jokes, uh huh. I've been pushing up. How about you, Mauricio? You've been hitting the gym, getting, getting absolutely uh, yoked, my bro? Well, no gym for me, considering that would be illegal. In our current state of affairs. Uh, I mean your home gym. I don't no, know. I don't, wait, but hold on. I I didn't know. So yesterday, though, I went, I walked a total of eight miles on a hike. So, mm-hmm. you know, that was pretty, that was pretty fun. <laughs> um, My legs are pretty sore today. So, you know, I did, I did my monthly workout yesterday. Your monthly workout. <laughs> just very... kidding. I'm just kidding. I mostly, I mostly do running or bicycle riding. I, I don't, I can't work out at home by myself. I just, I'm so not motivated, like any little excuse. And I'm like, okay, good workout. <laughs> it's been like three minutes. <laughs> no, I'll do at least like 10, but then like trying to push myself after like more than 10 minutes, it's just hard. I prefer like group classes and stuff like that. Like I don't even like going to the gym by myself. It's just, it's just, it's, I don't, I'm not, I'm not wired that way. You know, some people can do it like, you know, and work out hella and get really fit. But I need, I need the group classes thing. Get them gains, bro. Yeah, you got to get them gains. No pain, no gain. <laughs> That's okay. what I always say when I'm when I'm hitting that pumping that iron and hitting the rack at the gym. You know what I'm saying? I I do know what you're saying, Chris. And right, like re- real quick, real quick, I need to correct Mauricio. Technically, going to the gym right now isn't illegal. They may have like you know made state mandates about oh you know businesses have to close and blah blah blah. But there actually is a gym in Sacramento that I heard is open because they're just like sick of this whole thing. And I wouldn't say that it's illegal because first of all, like quarantining people it's technically unconstitutional i mean this is the land of the free i don't know if you want to get into like a big you know legal debate here which i don't but not particularly no what i'm saying is technically it's not illegal i mean i i guess you could say it's illegal because most of the gyms are closed and if you went to the gym and it was closed i'm assuming that you're breaking in so yeah then it's illegal listen is it illegal to break into a gym though is there an actual specific law about that because i don't feel like that's covered penal penal code F482-3, section 5, paragraph 4, sentence number 2. And it specifically states that breaking into a gym is illegal? Yes, Yes. and it's actually in the federal penal code, and that's the section under felonies. So, you know. Yeah, I don't know if anyone here wants to become a felon. Well, not for breaking into a gym. I'd rather become a felon for something awesome. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, Chris. Chris, I have to I have to agree with you there, and that actually reminds me of a quick thing. Um, <laughs> like doing things that are illegal or dangerous just because it's awesome. Although yes. typically I would disagree with that. Like someone asked one. Someone once asked me, like, "Man, how do you want to die?" And I'm like, "What kind of weird question is that?" But then I thought about it actually for a minute, and I was like, "You know what? I want to die in like the coolest way possible." 
I want to be yeah. like Hugh Glass, mountain man, like out in the woods and I get attacked by a bear, but then mm -hmm. I like somehow kill the bear. Like I choke it out or like gouge its eyes out and stuff. And Jeez. like, so the bear's dead, but I'm still alive and I'm like crawling away, like trying to, you know, get back to civilization. But then I eventually die. And then when people find me, they're like, oh, this guy like got mauled by a bear and he's dead. And then they find the bear like, you know, 50 yards away. Mauled or by some... you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they find the bear mauled by me. And they're like, oh, my God, this this dude died from the bear, but he killed the bear. Like, this guy is so hardcore and awesome. Like, I, that would be, you know, like a memorable, like that was something to put on the tombstone, you know, kill the bear yeah. first. He, he grilled that bear. Oh, so so yeah, that's you know I, I guess if someone asked me how would you want to die, that's basically the way. God. I mean, I feel like being mauled by a bear wouldn't be as original though. I think being mauled by something a little bit more exotic would be a little cooler. I mean, I'm a huge fan of bears. I love them, and I think you know being in a bear fight would be pretty intense and awesome. But I definitely think that there are more exhilarating and unique ways to die. Because think about how many people have already been killed by bears that's versus true. like being speared by a rhinoceros and then. <laughs> gouging its eyes out while you're like impaled on its horn and then you kill it and then you also you know that would be a pretty way good way to go or like being killed by a giraffe <laughs> oh man giraffes are violent have you ever oh, watched yeah. their mating rituals like what? where they no. beat each other with their the the horns that they have oh, on top yeah, of their they heads and they swing them? like it's like a giant sledgehammer like yeah. they like whip they, each other, they whip their necks around and like just smash you with those little horns they have on their head. That's yeah. insane. The they, more you they, know. Yeah, they actually often kill the opponent when they do it. Like they they don't mess around. No, no, they don't. Crazy. But I've never heard of a human getting swatted by a giraffe. Yeah. Well, you know, there's, time will tell. There's always room for a first. Exactly. That's right. And if you were the first, you'd be pretty awesome. That's true. And pretty dead. Yes. Very true. Hey, so Chris. Uh-huh. What should our closing thoughts be here on today's episode? Well, I think it's time for another Would You Rather. Mm, I like Ooh. the start us off. Ooh. Good, sir. Mm, I think I should go last to this time. Mm, okay, Shane, you go first. All right, so would you rather be mauled by a bear <laughs> or a giraffe? <laughs> Um, All right, no, 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 that, that's not it. That's not it. Um, uh, sorry, you guys put me on the spot. All right, I got it. Would you rather have someone sneak into your backyard and clean it, <laughs> then take pictures of you through your window while you're sleeping, or you're actually the perpetrator and you're actually the one like sleep cleaning, I guess, your backyard? Like sleepwalking, but yeah, cleaning it. Yeah. Um, I mean, the latter personally, because then <laughs> at least that way I don't have some weirdo snapping pics of me and my fiance. I would have chosen that too. I would have chosen the other one just because I'm always kind of curious what I look like when I'm asleep. So it'd be kind of <laughs> cool to see that. Okay, so Chris, next time you're in Sacramento and you need a place to crash, I'll wake up early and I'll snap some pictures of you while you're asleep. Perfect. I appreciate it. Yeah. Okay, great. Your um, turn. Yeah. Okay. God, I don't know. Come on, man. <sighs> Gotta be something good. I know. I just didn't think we were going to do this segment today for some reason. But then we already okay, agreed. Okay, I'll go. I'll go. Okay, you go. I'll think of something, maybe. Okay. Would you rather be an international drug cartel kingpin, right? Like, just absolutely, like, like El Chapo or Pablo Escobar or the Cali cartel. Like, just, like, just crazy, just multi, multi-billion dollar drug empire. Or be the 
leader of a rebel militia in like some sort of messed up dark and twisted civil war like the kind where you're just using machetes to hack people up but like you're the leader you're in charge of that and you're like you run the kill squads and stuff like which one would sit better on your conscience you know when we first started this segment i thought this is gonna be like about rainbows and ponies you know like would you rather own a would you rather own a pony or a bunny you know but these well, are... i'd rather own a pony because bunnies are useless yeah i have to agree with you there chris <laughs> i mean they're not useless they're fluffy and you know their pelts I mean, can be made into cute. coats and stuff they're but... cute and like nice to pet for about five seconds yeah. and then you're done but then what do you do then yeah. you're just like it's a bunny but a pony like it becomes a horse and then you can go on live out your wild west dreams yeah you could live out your wild west dreams like uh like in westworld Ooh, i like that i'm gonna i'm gonna go with the uh the the drug kingpin I'm, I'm gonna go with the Pablo Escobar side. Makes sense. Yeah, kind of, kind of seems like a more lavish life than you know somewhere in the African Living in a jungle, jungle with a machete. Yeah, yeah. yeah. same. Mauricio. Um, I agree with Shane only because I like having some class and also daily showers. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. Or in your case, sense. multiple daily showers. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that from uh, the previous episode. Never forget. Okay, Marisa, you got to give us a real one. Because yeah. yours was kind of, that was sad. That was a sad <laughs> excuse for a would you rather. Because it's supposed to be like, would you that's rather true. eat snails or be eaten by snails? Like, come on, you know, something serious. <laughs> I'd rather be eaten by snails. Oh, God. Um, all right. I got this. But sh- sorry, for, for just hypothetically, Shane, are you talking about like one giant snail eating you that you'd rather be eaten by or <clears throat> just thousands of little snails taking Th- bites out of Thousands of little snails because I think at first it'd feel like a full body massage or something like that. Mm, yeah. Although like a weird slimy one. But anyways. Yeah. Okay, Mauricio. All right. So would you rather... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm so bad at this. Okay, he, okay, he okay, really, okay. He okay. really is bad at this because I he actually it. Googled would you rather questions and he just couldn't oh, decide. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, I'll just I'll just pick one, I guess. Would you rather have um like and this is I think more slated for like a Chris type question. Um one really nice car like today, but you have to keep it for the rest of your life? Or would you rather just be able to own a series of mediocre cars but like they're all like they stay new for example like would i rather just own like the 2020 version of like a ferrari la ferrari or be able to purchase every year or every couple years or whatever like a new camry or a new like bmw 3 series or something like that i like uh, i like how he sticks in the bmw 3 series with the mediocre cars yeah well it is like it's i, I mean mediocre in the sense like not like a smart Middle car not like but a like s- Super like Aston Martin or Bugatti or something like right, that. Right, exactly. I mean mediocre in the sense of like a middle class, like a most middle class people could buy it. So like a three series BMW, an Audi A3, maybe even an A4, um, or like a you know an, a Camry, for example, with all the bells and whistles, for example, right? But okay, so with the LaFerrari, you're saying like it stays new, like I always have the like newest version of it, or it stays new, like it's not breaking down. Like you buy the 2020 version of it and uh-huh. that's the make and model year that you keep for the rest of your life it stays maintained so like whatever like the ac since that's a big button on this episode um you know the 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 mechanics the the electronics whatever like all that stays 
um, fixed. It doesn't break down, but it stays like from then. So like, for example, in Ferrari La Ferrari, like eventually we're going to get self-driving cars. You're not going to mm-hmm. get that in that car, for example, like because you're going to keep that one. I mean, I think I would go with the series of medium cars and only because as much as it would be cool to have a really cool car now, I feel like if I got the medium series, it would just be more interesting. Because after a while, every car kind of gets boring. And so at least if it's something new, then I could, you know, find all the quirks and features of the new Camry or something. And that could still be fun. And, and like, you know, maybe 20 years from now when they're like actually have flying cars and stuff. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I own this brand new mediocre yeah, like medium range family class flying car. So, <laughs> right. you know, you can stick with your, you know, nice Bugatti or whatever, but I have a flying car, so. Yeah, and like I could still get a Tesla Model 3 in that range. So at least I would still have an electric car and it would be really fast. Yeah, that's true. I was waiting for a Tesla reference this entire episode. Thank you, Chris. You're welcome. Just giving the listeners what they want. I mean, I, I think I've received at least 16 DMs about <laughs> asking us just when we're going to start our sponsorship with tesla for real and i don't know what to tell them elon but like maybe if you could reach out after this episode we could set something up yeah well he's probably busy with the birth of his child oh okay we'll take that up you... on a new episode <laughs> in closing i'm shane and i'm mauricio and i am christopher just this... kidding i'm christopher and this has been the recipe no the no oh the my god this Guys, it's still it's still new to me. Okay, state mandated, federally regulated rest period brought to you by our best friends at <laughs> Tesla. We hope. Thank you, Elon. That's the dream. Yes, that's what we're shooting for here. Yep. All right. <laughs>